the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K Show. Oh my! Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're kicking off another week here, another week of crazy. And I got some crazy stories to tell y'all about tonight. Of course, you know most of them if you've been paying attention at all to the news. Although many of you aren't these days. I'm hearing more and more people that are just like, you know what? I can't even watch it anymore. I can't even look at it. It just can't even. It's just so insulting to my eyeballs. If you saw that picture of Jill Biden, to to uh, yeah, yeah, I went there. If you saw that pic, uh, <laughs> let me have some fun, will you? My man has doesn't even know what I'm talking about with that pic. We might have to get into a little bit of that. We got media to talk about. We've got a. It's Easter Monday. Um, this first time I've ever heard anybody really talk about Easter Monday. But we're going to give a little recap of some haps that happened over the weekend with Easter. Much to talk about. Glad to have you guys with us, of course, 888-344-1170. The pressure is heating up on uh, the vax port, as many people are talking about it. And I want to know if you intend to uh, sign up for a vax port or your thoughts on that if it happens to you. It's actually already happening in New York. And we're going to give you a little rundown of what's happening in New York. Let's just say it's going about as well as Cuomo handling the nursing homes. Uh, Brian Maloney is going to be back with us. He's going to give us the lowdown on the showdown on what happened on the 60 Minutes uh, hit job against DeSantis and why they're going after DeSantis. Much to talk about tonight. And the man who keeps it rolling every night of the week is none other than DJ Potato Skin. We have a gentleman. I view it this way. Anything that potentially can help, and that certainly can potentially help, is a good thing. DJ Potato Skin. DJ Potato Skin. For everything I'm reading. Reading, the vax port definitely can't help. Um, well, the only thing that it helps really is it's about control. Um, and every bit of the coronavirus response has been about control. It's it's about the crisis that enabled them to really uh, escalate the transformation that nobody was allowed to ask Obama what the, when he said he we're, it, we're going to transform America. Nobody nobody bothered or was allowed to ask him what it meant, right? Well, the, the transformation of America is from a constitutional republic to a centralized system of power, the Marxist utopia, right? So we know that that's what it's been about. And the crisis that was the Rona gave them the means to get there like they're on the Audubon, okay? And here we are. And if they're able to, and the mask was the test for the ultimate control over us. And we failed, quite frankly. We failed. You know, we failed when something that the the NIH told us in 2005, something that Fauci himself said in March of last year wasn't going to work, 
that they now have people actually screaming at other at other citizens and other Americans and freaking out if they don't see it on somebody's face. You you would like this. So I was down at uh, Balboa Park this this weekend, and it was you know nice day out, beautiful day, lots of people. Lots of freedom going on down there. Didn't see a whole lot of masks. Well, were you outside? I was outside. Well, we shouldn't see anybody wearing a mask outside. Good grief. I saw a young couple today walking down the street. There was nobody around them. They're obviously a couple, and they're wearing masks on their face. You're outside. You know, it was one thing a year ago when they were justifying shutdowns and destroying a $3 trillion economy under the dumb idea that we didn't know anything about this and we better do this or 2 million people are going to die. Okay, if you don't know enough about it that you're worried 2 million people are going to die, then you don't have any reason to believe 2 million people are going to die. But nevertheless, the panic was all about we didn't know anything about it. We now know. Case in point. Texas, did you know? Report coming out. You can you can read about it in the Washington Examiner today. Three weeks after Texas removed the last of the mandates, uh, like masks, case counts have gone down in the state of Texas. There was never, ever any evidence that shutdowns worked. There's never been ever any evidence in why locking up sick people is supposed to stop a virus from spreading. There's never any evidence that you, uh, you know, having some piece of cloth hanging off your face was going to stop a virus that has particles that are absolutely minuscule. The six foot distancing was crap because after they told you to six foot distance, then they started putting out models showing that it can fly 30 feet. None of this made any sense. It's all been about control, DJ Potato Skins. Maybe we should start 30-foot distancing. Yeah. Maybe, or how about this? Maybe we need to distance ourselves from anybody that is still locked in their psyche with what we were being told a year ago before we had any evidence of what the facts are. First of all, if you're a healthy person and you're going getting tested today, why? Why are you going getting tested? When we, when we have flu season and 40,000 Americans and millions of Americans getting sick and tw- on average, what, 20,000 Americans dying every year, do you go out and get, get, get a, 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 run to the doctor and say, I want to be tested for the flu? The doctor's going to tell you why. What are your symptoms? Well, I don't have any. Well, get out. Get, no. Go home. Go home. Your insurance only gives you about three visits a year, man. Why are you wanting to use one for nothing? That's insane. Okay. We've lost our minds. But before I get too much into that, because I want to save a little Vax talk for later, I got to wrap up Easter because I've been and but it's tied into that because if we know that every bit of this is about control. The response, the virus is real. Don't get me wrong. People have died from it. But you know what's also real? The fact that they were paying hospitals to designate deaths as covid without testing anybody. We know that it was real that they were they that they were no longer testing. There's a reason why you're not hearing any flu numbers. And it's not because people wearing masks. OK, right. You get that, right? That they're two different diseases, okay? There's a reason why you could congregate in a Walmart, but you couldn't congregate in a church. The virus is real, but so was the the power grab from it. And so much of it was about trying to pierce. And they've been going after our religious freedoms and going after Christianity for a long time because ultimately they know that they've got to to get you to, to look... For government as, as your savior and not God, right? Bingo. And didn't they have you? Didn't they? And if you're somebody that has been looking and following Fauci's guidance instead of getting your guidance through the Bible, isn't that? Didn't they get that over on you? Most of my Christian friends don't. But but let me tell you, there was a video that went viral from a church, a Polish pastor in Canada. They came to shut him down, and he screamed them out the building. This recent? 
This was over the weekend. They, he screamed them out of the building in his Polish accent. Get out, he said. Get out, you fascists, you Nazis. See, he knew. He knows what the game is. He knows what's going on here as they're there in their masks trying to shut him down. He's like, come back when you have a warrant. And that's what should be happening in every church and every, and every Catholic mass ceremony, every synagogue, every mosque in this country. Well, they're, they're into facial coverings in the mosque, which is one reason why... Anyway, so, so that's exactly what was going on with why you had Joe Biden and Dr. Jill in her fishnet stockings and her pleather skirt. Oh, was she wearing the, maybe she wasn't wearing the pleather skirt and the fishnet. Let me spare you, man. Don't go look at the pic. Don't go look at, don't go look at that pic, man. I like fashion, <laughs> you might turn but I'm to stone. avoid that one. You might be turning to stone, man. Don't go look at that pic. But they do this Easter message video. And what are they doing? Telling pastors. You need to go tell your, your congregation to get vaccinated. If you're a pastor out there and you're taking your orders from Joe Biden, please let me know what church, you, what, what you, and I'll make sure that, that I don't go there. Because we have got to understand as Christians, I was asked in an interview that I did Saturday, why do you think so many conservatives, people are not pushing back? And I said, why do you think, no, why do you think there's so much apathy? And I said, I think that with a lot of Christians, that they, uh, some, like the the real um, not the, you know, the Christians that I know that literally like read their Bibles every day, they really have such a trust that they put in God that they feel like, well, it's his will. They almost don't get involved in politics skins be, or because they feel like, well, it really God's in control. God's on the throne. His will be done. And I, I feel like it's our obligation as Christians. He would want us to take action. He Well, Yeah. Because when you see what's going on to seize the minds, we are in a competition. There's a battle right now for the psyches of Christians. And the souls. And the souls of Christians. It's the same thing. And it's almost the response. We were talking before the show. It's almost as though the response um, by the citizens is almost um, split. The people that are really following hardcore these crackdowns and listening to everything Fauci says, they have already replaced God with state. If they ever put their faith in God in the first place. And then the other ones, Christians, you know, like so many that we talk to, they're like, no, man, I, you know, I don't get my guidance from the CDC. Okay. I get my guidance from the Bible. So enter. So we got Biden yesterday trying to manipulate the minds of Christians through pastors, trying to use pastors. Now, by the way, you think about it, it's a low blow. Well, not to mention the fact that, you know, pastors are supposed to be getting, you know, they're supposed to be above politics, right? Or their taxes and status will go away. Then what's Biden doing trying to tell pastors what they should be saying that, you know, uh, uh, given a political message? Because this is about politics. Then you got Warnock. Did you see his tweet before he deleted it? So he does a tweet yesterday. I heard it was taken down, but I didn't see the tweet. Yeah. He says the meaning of Easter is more transcendent transcendent than the resurrection of jesus christ whether you are christian or not through a commitment to helping others we're able to save ourselves what uh what bible is he reading um i i think he's reading maybe the same bible that uh barack obama's pastor was reading because you know that 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 uh um it's certainly not the same one that that i read because but this is so much about um blurring it's about rewriting christianity it's about treating the bible like the democrats treat the constitution that it's it's something it's not you know um it's malleable it's something that gets to be modified as we progress no it's not well biden even said something in his campaign that you know old school 
Christians, that's not uh, that's not the type of religion he subscribed to. And I'm paraphrasing there. Well, right. Well, they did the same thing. The, the left has successfully changed American culture when it comes to Christmas in the same kind of way. I mean, when was the last time you saw, saw you know, in general in America, not inside people's homes or churches, uh, Christmas being a reference to Jesus Christ? Right. Right. It's now Chris X. Um, you know, it's now uh, considered just a gift giving day. Um, it's about if you see uh, most holiday cards now are called holiday cards. They're not Christmas cards, and even Christmas cards say Merry Christmas. But I they never don't censor myself when I go out around the holiday season. I always say Merry Christmas to everybody. But in general, though, that holiday has now been transformed away from the celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ into being a holiday about peace and joy. Right, and now that's what they're trying to do with Easter. Right. That's what they're trying to do with Easter. And and more importantly, what they're trying to do is morph Easter and morph Christianity into a support for collectivism. That we're all in this together. Right. We can save everybody if you just wear your mask, because you know what? If you're not wearing that mask, you're responsible for killing people. Or if you don't get your vaccine, it's not a, it, now. It, it, this is the ultimate expression. If you ever doubted me when I said the Democrats are trying to replace God with state, they don't want you to worship God. And we're all it, this is about Marxism, collectivism, this whole thing about wearing a mask. Now the push to get vaccinated. If you want to see your grandmother, you got to get vaccinated. There's all these public service announcements and commercials going on now. And I've said from the beginning, I am not responsible for your health. If you want me to be responsible for your health, then you got to give me access to your refrigerator. You got to. I'm in control of when you put the fork down. I'm going to be in control of who you have sex with and how you do it. And oh, by the way, I ain't paying for your abortions. As we'll talk about a little bit later, too. Thank God that this vaccine passport program initially is uh, technically not working well. Well, that out of New York, but that could be actually a part of the plot. There's a reason why sometimes Democrats want things to fail initially. We're going to talk about that right now that we're past the point of a break. We got to shift gears and uh, well, it's kind of along the same lines because there's a reason why 60 Minutes did a flat out hit job on Ron DeSantis last night. And we're going to talk about it with a boy, our media equalizer friend, Brian Maloney, when we come back. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Question from a listener during the break said, Hey, Andrea, uh, since uh, the major MLB... Removed the uh, what was the All Star Game? I don't even watch. I don't even watch baseball. I didn't even know. Took the All Star Game contributor. I'm right here. Yeah. The um, if they took the All Star Game away, why are, are the Braves still willing to play there? So here is good question. Here is the Atlanta Braves response. This was neither our decision nor our recommendation. And we are saddened that fans will not be able to see this event in our city. The team said in a statement posted to social media. Um. We will continue to support the community legacy projects, which have been planned and are in process. I have no idea what the legacy projects are. Maybe Brian Maloney knows about this because he knows everything. 
And he joins me now from Red Wave America. Hello, my dear friend. Ah, so I know everything. Great. I'm not going to live up to that. What are these legacy projects? I mean, what what kind of excuse is that? I mean, they should be saying, we didn't make this decision. This is going to hurt the the innocent people of Georgia here. And you corporations that are putting the pressure on MLB, you know, uh, you sanctimonious, uh, you know, skanks who all demand IDs and everything else. For, for you know, involving your businesses, need to shut up, right? Well, yeah, I'm all wearing Nike gear made, you know, with slave labor in in China and where in Southeast Asia. So, I mean, the, the hypocrisy goes so so deep with so many of these issues, and a lot of this woke uh, corporate uh, virtue signaling is just to try to get the left off off their backs. Um, what happens every time they cave, you know, left just gets angrier and wants even more. You can't win this game. And that's why these companies are getting themselves in such trouble. You know, they're trying to appease the left as fast as they can. It doesn't work. Well, I think they're also playing the game of the ESG score, which is already in, in, in process with Standard & Poor's. And uh, possibly even banks and instit- financial institutions are already getting involved with this and ranking 401ks and other uh, financial products, the ESG scores, environment, social, and governance. And I think that that's one reason why Fauci said, you know, we government won't need to mandate this. Corporations will be mandating it. Something of upwards of 200 corporations have spoken out against Georgia. And we know the truth. The truth is, is that these, these, this new Georgia law, election laws are easier still than even in New York. Uh, but the Republican party did a crappy job because we needed to be pushing back for a long time now. On And I know I brought you on to talk about 60 Minutes and we'll get there, but my listeners also want me to mention every show about the election theft that that took place in 2020. And it wasn't just because they exploited a crisis. Quite frankly, the Republican Party, they allowed that that um, um, crack in the door that the Democrats, you know, then pushed that door wide open from, you know, early voting mechanisms, absentee and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, we should have been saying all along, the Republicans should have been saying there we voting is not we should not be focused on making voting easy because the easier something is, the easier it, the, the easier that we make it. Um, the easier it is to cheat and something, you know, it, 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 and the goal should never be to make it easy. The goal should be to make it secure. Well, and that's just it. And other things do not have, you know, 30 days of voting. I mean, everybody stands in line one day and they vote. That's that. And I mean, it, now in Delaware, okay, Delaware, there's no same day voter registration. There's no early voting. There's no, uh, no excuse absentee voting and voter ID is required. That's what Rep, uh, Jim Jordan tweeted out today. So, you know, strange how this has been a problem when the state is run by Democrats, he said. So, look, I mean, the bottom line is Georgia's being held to a standard that other states are not. It's very interesting. The Hollywood left and, and the woke left, for some reason, no matter where they live in the country, they think they have some kind of right to run Georgia. Uh, Georgia is a state that they've singled out, that they seem to think that they should dictate the law. And I think that, you know, what they're doing is they're going to spread this to a lot of other states next. But, I mean, it's incredible, the interference, the outside interference. So much of the money comes from the Hollywood left to fund all of that in Georgia. You know, just because they make a couple of, you know, lousy Netflix shows there, they think they should be able to run the state. Well, they're making a lot more there, but I can't get into that because I got family involved in it. 
But they're, uh, but this is what they do, right? This is like California voters moving to Texas and voting Democrat. I mean, but the, the entitlement is they go there to Georgia to take advantage of the tax breaks that they don't get in California because they've destroyed California with their voting. So then they go there to take advantage of the economic policies that are based on conservatism. And then they decide they want to turn the state into their own little liberal land. Right. It, well, it, yeah. it, they're Yollywood. Yeah. And um, the, the Georgia and I, and, and I would feel sorry for the minorities and, and the poor people of Georgia that are going to suffer from this. I would feel sorry for them, but for the fact that many of them voted for Biden. And maybe if they get the little squeeze here from this happening to them, maybe they'll wise up and decide to go back to well, supporting yeah, I mean, I, you know, I spent a lot of time in Atlanta between the election and the January runoff election, Senate runoff elections in Atlanta, in downtown Atlanta. I talked to a lot of people, had a lot of conversations, and I couldn't believe how conservative people found it, even in downtown Atlanta, even people who were African-Americans. who People just start conversations. I mean, people are so friendly in the South. It's amazing. But, or you get into a cab or, or an Uber yeah. or whatever. I had an Uber driver. Talking. Super handsome African American guy, by the way. Um, shout out if you're listening. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Skins is laughing. <laughs> I struck up a conversation because I thought he was so cute. Anyway, say what? Yeah, uh, happily married dad of four, but he started telling me all about why he supported Trump. Now, and that wasn't just to get me off of you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> off the track off the trail no he was sincere he started telling me all the reasons why he liked president trump so yeah you're absolutely right the state and that's why it was frustrating to hear so many republicans conservatives after the fact in november say you know what that state's just gone blue it really hasn't gone blue the democrats it are trying to turn blue, blue at all georgia it's still georgia you know maybe some californians have moved to the atlanta suburbs or whatever that definitely has happened because yes. of the companies that are located in the Atlanta suburbs, people make a lot of money and the housing's cheaper and people move there, no doubt. But Georgia, you you get out, you get in your car and I've done it and you drive around the state, it's still Georgia. Right. <clears throat> Things have really not changed. And so it, it's a myth. Uh, and I find it interesting, suddenly Brian Kemp, is, you know, governor, is moving to the right because he's worrying about his own reelection. So he's telling you quite clearly that he knows Georgia is still red as yes. well. So. Right. I mean, this is, you know, he still needs to be primaried. And oh, by the way, uh, right. And oh, by the way, Raffensperger to continue to talk about the elections. And maybe we need to hold Brian up. Brian, can you stay over if we break in a minute? And then then we'll talk about 60 minutes. Um, But there's an article that Gateway Pundit was reporting today that Raffensperger is blocking audits of uh, mail-in as well as absentee ballots. Now, gee, why would he be why would he be doing that? Brian Maloney, if everything was on the up and up. Well, the people of Georgia have been trying to recall that guy since he was a local official. I mean, I went back and looked through how many times people tried to recall him. It's been like three or four times. So people knew he was dirty from years ago. Uh, and he just kept moving his way up, which seems to be a habit in politics. Well, that's what they do with teachers in schools, by the way. A teacher gets yes. caught doing something shady. They just, it's called the lemon dance. They just move him to a new yeah. district. <laughs> mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Love so, it. Um, you know, I, it, it doesn't 
provide it eventually it's probably going to be reviewed at some point i don't know that i even want it to be because i'm it only made me angrier to have it verified just like the the case that just happened in michigan i think it was uh where the the judge came back and said that the secretary of state in michigan had no right to be changing the election laws on her own and making changes to to you know reviews of absentee ballots you know but what what little what it's little comfort to us um and and even and I like what Georgia did with their election law. Twenty, I think twenty four, twenty five states have voter ID now. But ultimately, I, you know, I don't know. Do you have any confidence that if we have more done in, in states across the country like Georgia did, that we can have any election integrity in twenty twenty two before we take a break? No, no, no. We still won't have any. So what we have to do is build in a ten point margin for ourselves to overcome the cheating, or maybe fifteen. We have to just wipe the floor with them next year in order to win. And then we can change all the laws or whatever, but that's the bottom line. I mean, we are, we have to build in their cheating margin. But see, uh, how do we do that? Reality. When how? Do, excuse me for another, how do we do that when they were able to stop counting at two in the morning and come up with the, with knowing what, what votes, how many votes well, they need to beat the margin? Part of the problem is they don't have that level of control in every County in every state. That's where it's, goes wrong. Yeah, they have it in Fulton County, Georgia. You know, they have it in Milwaukee. They have it in, in you know, Philly. wherever they need Philly, whatever. But they've got it in four cities or whatever. They don't have it everywhere. And that's where this goes awry for them. All right. Well, Brian's going to stick with us. We're going to take a skinny, tiny little break. So, so thin you can see through it like the fishnet stockings <laughs> that Joe Biden had on. <laughs> we'll be right back. Don't go away. <laughs> Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. During the break, I was perusing some items up for auction by my LSU Alumni Association. Some interesting stuff. I might have to bid on something from Coach O. Remember my Coach O? Gumbo. Remember how? You you don't follow football. You don't know what I'm talking about. But Brian Maloney does because he knows everything. He's still he's still with me. <laughs> Before the break, we were talking about Brian Maloney, of course, from Red Wave America and Media Equalizer, a longtime radio media guy and just uh, one of my favorite people. And before the break, we were talking about I initially invited him on to talk about the 60 Minutes hit job on DeSantis. And we've got to talk about that because there's a reason why they're going after DeSantis hard. OK, we're going to get into that. But y'all, you asked for it and you got it every night. You wanted me to talk about election integrity. And we were talking about that before the break. And in fact, we got a caller. Our friend Joe from Las Vegas is on the line and he's got some things he wants to say or questions he wants to ask. And, you know, Brian's with me. So ask away, Joe. Hey, how you doing? Uh, I just wanted to say uh, that uh, Brian Maloney, he really peps up the gumbo there. (laughs) That's a great coach. Oh, that was awesome. (laughs) Anyway, hey, Brian, I'm just a little curious about this. I didn't hear the exact ramifications. What's the financial burden that's going to be hitting the Atlanta? And and why do why do the uh, why don't they just move the uh, Masters out? Are they going to thinking about moving the Masters out now because everybody's become part of the woke generation? I mean, well, and what's that's, going on and with that's all this? It. Yeah, and it's uh, the loss of Fulton. You there? I'm here. 
Brian, did we lose Brian? I think he might have hit his mute uh, button. Brian, if you can hear us, we can't hear you. All right. Well, one of the things I have to dial him back. Yeah, we'll have to dial, dial Brian back. One of the things that I heard, Joe, that's interesting. It's funny you should bring up the Masters because I heard that the dude who's the head of the MLB who made this decision. I don't follow baseball, so I don't. I didn't recognize his name, but he's a, he's a member of the Masters, right? Right. So what I what mean, kind of hypocrisy is that? <laughs> well, and what kind of hypocrisy is it that Delta, Coca Cola, all these companies that are part of this new woke generation. Are they that scared that they require ID to get on their planes? They require you to show them ID when you go up to the counter. To well, get yeah. If when I order an Uber, because Uber's behind this too. When I order, an, when I order an Uber, I got to make sure I got a credit card, right? That's uploaded on their app, ready to go. Okay, that's a, that's a that's a little bit more than me having to even show an ID. And they've got all these vaccine, uh, not that mask requirements, and you know, um, you know, so they can they can require that I wear a mask. For a virus with a 99% recovery rate, but Georgia, who legally, the state legislators, according to our Constitution, have the right to make any, to, to lay out any requirements for voting that they want. So it's insane. Brian's back with us. Uh, Brian, did you hear the question about uh, the hypocrisy yeah, yeah, with yeah. the Masters? Yeah, so it's a $100 million loss just to lose the All-Star game. And the Masters, I mean, that would be absolute. You can't even put a price tag on that. So, I mean, if, if that's where this conversation is uh, shifting next, to me, I think that would be, I mean, at this point, it's just political terrorism. Uh, you know, the thought of just taking everything away from a state. Because, and, you know, when you look at the bill that passed, it really isn't that big of a deal. I mean, there is nothing particularly stringent. about. Well, wait, these- wait, wait, Brian. Maybe you didn't read the part where the people are upset that nobody's going to be bringing them snacks. Yeah. And water while they in line. Yeah. Right. I mean, I think that the, there should be a greater, you know, food truck. Where are the snacks when I'm in line to vote? I want to wear my snacks. I've never seen any snacks. Besides, don't they want to go to all male voting anyway? So what are they? What are they worked up about snacks for? I mean, they don't want to have any polling places anymore anyway. Right. Well, and and, and I'm going to throw a curveball to you guys because, you know, what? Where does this end from? Why just Georgia? Right? Because there is there is a, a Tampa Bay. Uh, player Carlton Davis, who tweeted out, "Got to stop letting," and he used an Asian slur word that is the equivalent of right. the nasty word for African Americans. Got to stop letting blanks in Miami, right? And we know that right now the hate crimes against Asian Americans is 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 uh, skyrocketing. We know the truth about who's behind it. So you know where is where's the NFL right now saying we're we can, we're not going to allow any games? Where's what's his name, Roger Goodell? How come he's not screaming about Florida right now and saying? We're not going to have any NFL. We're going to halt the season until this guy is fired or something. Right, right. And the tweet was taken down, but it was captured by screenshot and passed around. And and then it disappears. It's not in the news cycle. So if it's not part of the DNC narrative, it's not in the news cycle. They have total control over the media at this point. And, you know, if it's not convenient for that, then, then you don't hear about it. Right. In and fact, no, no green. Right. In fact, I, I, tw- I tweeted out earlier today. I said if uh, if a person of color, who, a follower of Nation, Nation of Islam kills a cop, does it does it make a sound? Apparently not. Right. Because that didn't this a, a black man That's named Noah Green, who's a follower so of Farrakhan, killed a cop on Friday. Good Friday. And nobody's talking about it. No, and no, no discussion about 
the rhetoric of Nation of Islam and Louis Farrakhan. None. It just vanished. It, as soon as it didn't fit the left narrative, it was out of the news cycle and buried in a race like it never happened. Um, Brian, stick with me. Joe, thank you for calling in. You're welcome to call in any time, and especially if you do it as Coach O. Okay, so thank you, and uh, God bless you all, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, honey. Okay, so Brian, there's a real reason why. Uh, you know, I, I don't watch uh, 60 Minutes anymore unless they're going to do a report on Nazare because I'm obsessed with big, big wave surfing and they do great reports on Nazare. But I think it's important that everybody understand this hit piece that went against DeSantis. Um, tell everybody what it, what it was about and, and the flat out lies that they told against DeSantis and why. Well, they made up a fake story essentially saying that Ron DeSantis, the very, very popular and effective governor of Florida, took $100,000 in campaign contributions from Publix, which is a grocery store chain that, I mean, you can't throw a rock in Florida without hitting one there. Like every block, there's a Publix, um, you know. And and as a result, uh, essentially allowed in at least one county, Palm Beach County, allowed Publix to have the first exclusive rights to COVID vaccines, which is a completely made-up story on a thousand levels. I mean, it's a completely fraudulent story. I don't even know where to start. But first of all, CVS and Walgreens have the vaccine first. Public donates to both Republicans and Democrats. Uh, so, I mean, public. Oh, in fact, way, excuse me for interrupting. For in fact, yeah. Publix donated like ten times more to the GOP Republican challenger to DeSantis than they did to DeSantis. Right, right. Yeah. So, I mean, their their donations have been all over the place. But what was fascinating today was there was a rare example of a corporation kind of fighting back against all this because they put out a scathing response, Publix did, on Twitter with a little, little graphic and everything saying the irresponsible suggestion there was a connection between campaign contributions and our willingness to join other pharmacies in support of the state's vaccine distribution efforts is absolutely false and offensive, blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, you know, the bottom line here is that uh, instead of caving, Publix is fighting back. And I thought that was a rare example of yes. a company actually saying, hey, you know, you made up this story. And, you know, there is a full video of DeSantis, the entire interview, uh, rather than the edited one where they spliced it up and made it look like DeSantis was ducking the question about mm-hmm. a possible quid pro quo. And guess what? YouTube took it down. So it was the full-length interview. YouTube mysteriously deletes it. They, well, they made it private so nobody could watch it. So the link is still there. If you click on the link, it says this video is private. Uh, so Breitbart and a lot of other uh, people have been, uh, a lot of other sites have been noticing that, so, you know, why is YouTube censoring uh, the full interview with Ron DeSantis? What, what, on what counts? So but, well, I want to make sure I understand. So we got a couple things here. We've got a Dan Rather back when he tried to take down George W. Bush situation, falsifying a story. Remember that back in uh, 2000? Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Then we've got then we've also got a George Zimmerman, Trayvon Martin, NBC story to where they edited. They they made edits to a video to make him look um, to to further the story. Right. I mean, there's they have a long, long history, although this one seemed even more brazen than usual for CBS and 60 Minutes. I mean, they chopped up a video to make it look like DeSantis 
didn't answer the question, and in fact, he gave a lengthy answer that wow. they just edited out. Well, that's just what Embassy did. Valley comes in to edit it, you know, to, to censor it. I mean, it's incredible. Well, yeah, well, that, again, that's what the same thing that NBC did to George Zimmerman to make him seem sound like that his call to 911 was racist. And why does that matter? Because the CBS is doing this crap now. The mainstream media is f- lie after lie after lie. Uh, you know, a press conference today, I think Jen Psaki was asked about this as though continue to push out the narrative, even though it had already been debunked about DeSantis because we have a mainstream media that's that's never been held accountable for anything in part because remember Candy Crowley planning evidence at the crime scene in 2012 no Republican should have ever gone back on her show let alone or, or even CNN well, ever again and, after that you, you just nailed it right there the problem here is that Republicans and conservatives continue to appear on these shows. If they ask for an interview, decline it. Don't appear. Right. And issue a statement. Just issue a statement. DeSantis' office should have just issued a statement saying, you made this up. Uh, we're not even going to dignify this with an interview. But what I've seen time again is that Republicans will go on these shows and then are angry when they get uh, you know, when they get tricked, and it's like, well, what do you expect from 60 right. Minutes? What do you expect from CBS, CNN? Of course you're going to be tricked. Stop appearing on their shows. Stop taking their calls. Stop answering their questions. Just vanish. I mean, just disappear. Well, yeah, because, it, right, there's yeah. no reason for it. And that's one of the one of the things that concerned me about Trump is he gave an interview to anybody and everybody at, at well, except the people, oh, many of the people that he should bad. have given yeah, interviews no. with. Way too many times. He, way too many times. And they're going to media outlets and I'll never right. understand why. Yeah, exactly. Um, in the, about the minute we have left, I want to point out why specifically they're going after DeSantis. It's not just like you correctly pointed out, Skins, that they're worried about him in 2024. It's a couple of other things, too. It's why he would be successful in 2024 if he if he decided. It's right. because they uh, somebody tweeted out brilliantly today that they had a, they had a that going back to the beginning of coronavirus, it was Cuomo versus DeSantis. And they set Cuomo up to be this amazing leader who came out with the book, The Leader leadership right with the coronavirus and and he got the emmy award and they set desantis up as the guy who was killing people in florida when the reality was it was the reverse so now they're so this this was a way for them to try to take out desantis but also take the heat off of cuomo because between matt gates and that whole non-scandal scandal and now this with desantis who's talking about cuomo today well exactly and somehow cuomo is still governor it's absolutely incredible that this continues. But you're absolutely right. I mean, if you can nail DeSantis on his key issue, uh, his key issue of strength, and that is guiding Florida through coronavirus, you can effectively diminish his chances in 2024. And the left absolutely knows how strong, how formidable of a candidate Ron DeSantis is going to be. Uh, next time around. So, I mean, they're just trying to destroy him ahead of time. Absolutely. Well, Brian Maloney, thank you for being here tonight. Thank Thanks. you for staying over uh, past the break. And uh, I just appreciate it. You guys uh, follow Brian. You can just Google Brian Maloney, Red Wave America, and you'll find out where you can follow him. And uh, you stick around. We've got more to talk about. We've got uh, breaking news, actually, with uh, speaking. I mentioned Uber earlier. Uh, we got to talk about the outcome of what happened with two teenage girls who killed an Uber Eats driver. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego.
Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Four minutes left. I mean, do we really need to spend some time on this Hunter Biden interview where he talked about smoking Parmesan cheese? Uh, I think it speaks for itself. Yeah. Um, you know, can you imagine if Donald Trump, one of his children, did an interview like that? I mean, it, we'd never hear the end of it. And by the way, that's who Joe Biden says is the smartest person he's ever known. Dude supposedly can't tell crack cocaine from Parmesan cheese. And by the way, how do you smoke Parmesan cheese? Right? That doesn't even make sense. This dude is such an idiot. He's trying to act like he's so relatable. Like, you know, like, oh, yeah, like, I'm just so willing to, like, be self-deprecating. Can you imagine if Donald Trump had a son who got kicked out of the military for being a crackhead, right? Who cheated on, who, who, who diddled his dead brother's widow while married and hooking up with a stripper on the side who had, who he had an illegitimate child with and then refused to pay child support. Right? All day, every day. This is who's in our White House. And oh, by the way, that dude flew all around on Air Force Two, lining his pockets, thanks to Joe Biden and the taxpayers. I know we kind of got uh, a little bit of time left here, Andrea, but uh, some breaking news from Newsmax. Oh, yeah, what? Says the Senate par- parliamentarian ruled today that Democrats may use the procedural tool known as the reconciliation to pass more legislation this year, and they wouldn't even need a, a single uh, Republican vote to do it. Well, let me remind you guys, reconciliation was used to shove Obamacare on us. That's all you need to know without, without a single Republican vote. And that means they're going to use uh, reconciliation on H.R. 1 to get their elections. Whatever they need up. to get their agenda over. Yeah, that's what that means. So, you know, maybe we just need to talk about Joe Biden and fishnets and pleather because, I mean, really, what, what else are we yammering about? And Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden's smoking Parmesan cheese, right? Because, I mean, the if they get standing up against any of it. So. Right. I mean, because if, the, if they get if they get H.O. one over on us, man, you know, we're done. There's nothing left to yammer about. Maybe I'll start, you know, I, you know, my LSU Alumni Association is having a, a, you know, an auction. Maybe I'll just sit here and talk about LSU. You know, what are we supposed to talk about? Um, I can just as much done. Yeah. Well, I'm going to save this story about these girls uh, who killed an Uber Eats driver for tomorrow because I think it's a bigger story than than just these two girls. It's really about where we're at with, um, you know, law and order in this society. Speaking of lack of law and order, um, guess where all these illegals coming into San Diego are going to be housed? Did you guys hear this? San Diego's hat tip to Carl DeMaio, by the way, a uh, fellow uh, media person here in San Diego. I hear they're taking up golf lessons. Well, I... I don't know yet if they're get, if they're signed up for golf lessons, but they're going to be staying out at a country club. You heard me. Illegals break into this country and you, the taxpayers, are going to pay somewhere between fifty five hundred and seven thousand dollars a month for them to hang out at a country club. And by the way, this this hotel on this country club, there will be other Americans and other people actually paying to stay there. They're going to be sharing the amenities. With these illegals. You let that sink in a moment. Don't you wish you and your family could go somewhere and, and hang out at a country club? I bet I bet many of you are actually thinking, I don't even know if we can afford to go to a to uh hike Tory Pines this weekend at twenty five bucks a head. Meanwhile, illegals get to get put up at a country club. Wow. Probably gonna get tennis lessons too. Peace out, see you tomorrow.